Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, th- I think you gotta, at this point, just open it. Can we play like what's in the box? I mean, but legally, shit. though, <laughs> I don't want to like commit a federal crime by opening somebody else's mail. Dave and Mahoney. I worked at a law firm as a runner for, uh, for one summer, and so I understand laws. Well, if anybody has any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. You can get hepatitis A from fruit? What? So the FDA I really said... I thought you were going to say Kid Rock there. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get not just hepatitis A, but also B and C and D and E and F, all from Kid Rock. But uh, hepatitis A right now is something that you have to be worried about if you have been eating fruit from the Willamette Valley Fruit Company in Salem, Oregon. They issued a voluntary recall for select packages of frozen fruit containing strawberries that were grown in Mexico because of a possible hepatitis A contamination. Don't love this. You're sitting around trying to be all healthy. Next thing you know, hepatitis A from strawberries, from eating fruit of all things. Uh-huh. So the uh, the signs of hepatitis exposure can include fatigue, jaundice, dark urine, pale stool, liver failure, and more serious cases. So they recalled uh, frozen fruit products that were sold as select packages of the Great Value Sliced Strawberries, Great Value Mixed Fruit, Great Value Antioxidant Blend at Walmart stores in 32 states from January 24th to June 8th, which is a pretty big stretch. This is why I don't eat fruits. What? Good thinking, man. Yeah. I, my fridge is full or, of fruits. Or, or vegetables. Now, see, Mahoney's out of the game if you only order... Carbs only. Pizza, pepperoni pizza. Fried well, carbs only. When's the Is last time we heard team? about hepatitis yep. A from pepperoni pizza? Yep. Nobody ever nobody ever got that from some fried-ass tacos. That's right. Because <laughs> the, the hep got burnt right off. That's right. <laughs> it was covered in hep, but then it got burnt off. Nothing like deep-fried hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this summer to the carnival. I was going to say, that sounds like a cover band that's for sure. That's going to be deep-fried hepatitis. Performing at the county fair at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> right before Buck <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Buck Cherry will definitely be there as well. Not uh, all members of Buck Cherry, select members that's of Buck right. Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some good news today as well. A uh, 73-year-old played the lottery for the first time and won. Nice. How much? 73-year-old woman decided to play the Oregon lottery and earned a jackpot of $52,000 a year for the rest of her life. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, I, mean, I hope she gets to live a very long, yeah, I hope she long lives to life. Like, it'll it, be like 120. Yeah, and I also hope that she now can retire because I'm sure she's still working. I mean, she's only 73. Of course she's still working. At least right? she should And this be. is America. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we she, like it when our old people work till they die. Uh, <laughs> she said so the $52,000 a year is especially meaningful since her and her husband are celebrating their 52nd anniversary this month. Oh. Prize money's going to go towards remodeling her home, taking a trip to Cancun with her husband. So you know what it sounds like? Just a great thing to win. Sure, it would be cooler if you won it when you're like 30, right? Sure. $52,000 a year for the rest of your life. But still, like... That's a pretty nice little mwah, nice on the way yep. out. Hey, yeah. you know, we know Social Security ain't going to be there forever, so. And especially if you're out here playing it for the very first time. Dude, like, good what for a, you. Yep, happy, happy for her. Dave Mahoney, thanks for joining us today. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. This can't be real, right? Oh, man, I hope this isn't real. What's okay. that, Dave? Doesn't matter if it's real. We're going to share it. Uh, so, 
This was on uh, on Barstool. So, I mean, you know, keep in mind, Barstool, definitely a little bit of clickbait. Uh, but I guess there's a thing now where teachers in Switzerland are complaining because students are showing up to school wearing diapers. And you're like, okay, oh, so. I believe that. 100%. Are these, are these, you know, elementary school kids that are in kindergarten or preschool or first grade or second grade? Because I've got a daughter that's seven years old, and she's going to be in second grade this yeah. upcoming year. And the idea of her wearing a diaper to school is really weird to me. But my son, who's three, three? and he's sure. going into preschool this year, I mean, I, I, he doesn't need a diaper. He's potty trained. But it wouldn't shock me if somebody would go, hey, I want to make sure that he doesn't pee his pants and get embarrassed because he's still kind of in that transition sure. phase. Sure, and, you know, going to the bathroom on your own, and it's, uh, right. you know, three years old. Yeah. But yeah. being in the fourth grade wearing a diaper. And I that's mean, what the story is, is that they're talking about kids that are like 11 showing up I wearing mean, diapers. But are we talking about kids that are like... No, nope. no. It's, nope. it's like they're, they're complaining that it's a trend. They're saying, quote, some parents let it slide because diapers are a convenient relief, which I would tend to disagree. Uh, diapers are a convenient relief if you have problems controlling your bladder, of course, sure. right? Uh, you need something to kind of catch the mess. Uh, the idea of like sitting around in class at 11 years old and just like pooping your pants... Uh, convenient, maybe because you don't have to go to the bathroom, but then uh, you've just pooped your pants. Or yeah. are teachers just not allowing them to use the restroom often enough? I feel like that would be a problem, too. And as a parent, I almost would be like, okay, then wear a diaper in, you know, in direct, uh, like, for them just to or, say, okay, well, th- I'm going to do this right here, right now. I, I feel like I would be petty enough I to remember hearing stories, like, way back in the day of, you know, like, some of, like, the, the, the most hardcore students in like high school age right. would wear diapers if they had like a long test because or they, they didn't want to miss something that was academic something so like, like but that, that was yeah. like a trade-off they, yeah they're saying and i mean again this is like the first i think weird story that we've heard about switzerland in forever other than what was it there was something about like the brothels that was really weird with switzerland not that long ago a couple of years ago where it made global news but this particular story about switzerland it was like the drive-up brothels you guys remember that it was no. like drive-through yeah, brothels. Were gonna make, they were going to make drive-through brothels. That's Did what they, they were doing. Did they do that? I, That's what it was. I, I, I haven't been to Switzerland, so I can't confirm. Because <laughs> otherwise, being a, a connoisseur of drive-thrus. I'm a drive-through connoisseur. You probably I, just had to go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> so do I not have to get out of my car? Because that's convenient. Wait, how does that even work? You just drive into like, a barn. They, they, and then from what I remember, they were like shipping containers. You would like drive up. There might be a bed there or something. Ah. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. But again, weird enough to make global news, right? Because you're like, what is do you need drive throughs like you can't get out of your car and like walk into the brothel strange anyway um what's interesting about this particular story with switzerland is that they're saying this has skyrocketed and some of the kids that are as old again as 11 years old are not being taught how to use the bathroom. This, no how? way. Right? It's crazy. One of the things about Switzerland is that there's a lot of like uh, the f- multi-generational homes and a lot of communal families that live. Like, how does how does somebody not help? Like, if you're in that type of atmosphere, and if, I, I don't know, that's just so bizarre to me. As somebody that is, so is growing up in this world right now, I've got, again, four young kids. They want to be potty trained. Like, that's... Uh, I'm not like forcing regression. them. Yes, it's like they, like they don't want to be pooping their pants. Weird. It's Very just so weird. strange. Yeah, uh, but if you uh, if you are into pooping your pants, uh, Switzerland's a great place to go. Or if you love drive through brothels, what? <laughs> and laundering money. This, this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
know what scares the crap out of me? Missing any kind of payment. I know a lot of people have to make decisions like now, but I get in a giant panic whenever I think I may have missed uh, missed one payment. Message deleted. That doesn't bother me at all. And I'm not talking about payments where they're going to like hit you with a whole bunch of fees. But like if it's like a power bill or something, I'm like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to I'm, it. Oh, I'm very concerned right like, now. Like when you send me the emergency, like you better open this right now. We're cutting it off tonight. See, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm, I'm so glad other people are like that too. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't bother me one bit. Like <laughs> I'm in the process of, you know, I, I'm going to either build or buy a house Yeah, in the future here soon so it's like i'm trying to make sure like all of my ducks are in a row yeah, and af- normally that doesn't, that doesn't my wife handles all of the ducks the household bills yeah but like the gas bill doesn't affect your credit in any way no but i mean other things do no like no they don't i mean your credit card you're sure your credit card but even then it's like a credit card or a mortgage you have to be more than like 30 days delinquent yeah, for yeah. No, show i know but report. it's just one of those things that like sometimes i just forget man i do and can you imagine being in a time where you had to remember everything paper style, and, like they didn't auto to get taken out of your accounts. And yeah. I think you're wrong, <laughs> Dave, when it comes to gas, because now, I, like, I don't, you know, if I mean, it I goes know, to collections I, or something. I know maybe. you were, I know you were like five days late turning your uh, your gas on, so you might not be as familiar with the gas company. Why as I you am? gotta bring up old stuff, man? I have you know, just gotten out of that dog shivering ass family. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cold. But, Get there, a blanket. So cold, so hot. I just, I'm, there have been several. Did you have to do like the, did they have to run your credit before you can get your gas turned on or there's like a deposit that's done? And I've got pretty good credit right now. But that's different, right? So you understand like those two things are no, separate. I like, know, but. If you have really bad credit, then you may have to put down It's a not deposit. even really bad. It's like anything. I, I swear to God, I had like, last time this happened, I have like an 815 credit score. It's, okay. You know. I my wife okay, handles most flex. Yeah, right. I'm old but and I have no kids and I pay my bills. I when I bought my first house, eight fifteen. That's crazy. I had a whatever the bare minimum, which was like six forty mm-hmm. or something like that. So over the years, that ain't over the, the bare last, minimum, brother, to buy a house, <laughs> to, buy a house. to get an oh, FHA, oh, oh. to get an FHA loan. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was like, bet. <laughs> it took me. I win. It took me six months to get up to a six forty, trying to do all nice. the right things, and yeah. I finally did. And then over the last 10, 12 years. I, I've built it up. But your wife has paid the bills on time is what you mean. Yeah. She's really responsible. Yes. But they uh, <laughs> like, they really? still made me pl- make, they still made me pay a deposit for it. And then I was like, well, what, what credit score do you have to have to get a no deposit? A no deposit. And they were like 830, which I believe. 830? Yeah. Which is like, is away. it 850 perfect? I think so. That's that Anything wild. over 750 is considered great. And that's not even like missing payments. That's just like if you haven't had a. You have to have the great, the perfect ratio. The perfect ratio. Of the, a long enough credit life and the, the balances have to be it's just still right. Using it's it still enough. using it. Yeah, it's. It's all 8.30. I didn't Get even know that here. existed. That is wild. That's like a perfect IQ. <laughs> Which is not nearly as valuable as a perfect credit score. <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, what's up, guys and gal? I don't know who named stuff, what they are, but it just seems like some names just don't fit. Uh, the other day I was at the grocery store and I was sitting in the produce section and produce, that sounds like what that uh, construction worker did at Dave's house the other day. Have a good one. Message deleted. Yeah, I'm produce. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Words, whenever you really start to think about them, especially English words, are it's just bonkers. But I mean, how high was that guy where he's like walking around the produce aisle looking at cantaloupes like, none of this makes sense, brother. Well, what is a cantaloupe? 
You can't elope. You can't can't go uh, yeah, get married. You gotta you're right. gonna have to do you it in do town. It in front of church or a strawberry. Why? Why strawberry? Well, think about language like in blueberry. Gen- get get it. it. That makes sense. An orange. Duh. Boom. But what is orange? Like I mean, the whole thing. I'm never. I'm. I don't smoke like that. But I get it. I get that. No, thinking about just words in general and sounds like we're just making. Sounds. You know what? With I, our linguistics mouths. is crazy. Yeah. You know what? We figured that out. Is when they name medicines like the medical term for medicines. Why it always has to be the craziest Acetamedifin. possible. Acetaminophen. Like, That's what the easiest one. What is a semi glutide? What is Adderall? Like, just call it a skinny pill or, or geeked up. What is sildenafil? <laughs> What is that, Mahoney? I don't know, Dave. Uh-huh. Hey, guys. So, throughout history, great ideas normally have to be started by somebody. Naked golf is a great idea, but I feel that Audrey needs to lead by example, make a video to show the world just how awesome it would be. Thanks. Message First off, it's sexist to to pull Audrey out of all of us. She's not even a golfer. Dave and I are the golfers here. And and we love being nude. Yeah. So how dare you automatically exclude us because we don't have as big of boobs. See, well, yeah, my bo- boobs, sure. But I mean, I feel like also I look like I'm built like I can lift a couch. It, like I feel like I'm built like I can lift a couch. <laughs> I'm gonna need she you to move some stuff for me. <laughs> she doesn't even have to bend her legs, y'all. Stop it. <laughs> it's all in the back. Also, I'm gonna. I'm not quite sure. I mean, like I've, I don't know. I'm gonna I, disagree I'm, I'm with this guy. I'm a very unique person <laughs> because for me, oh god, and Dave can probably attest to this too. They're the 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 sexiest type of attire, in my opinion, is not lingerie, golf or tennis. It's yeah, it's no question. Women's golf clothes. Yeah, that's like like my wife's like. I'm thinking about starting. A, I want to. I want to golf with you. I I'm love like, that. Let's go shopping. Guys. Let's go shopping, <laughs> and we don't even have to go golf and just put it on. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Okay, so a little follow up here. I was really curious about this whole drive-through brothel thing, and it turns out that it was not a couple of years ago that this was being talked about. That was a decade ago, Mahoney. That was back in 2013. That's how long we've been doing this. Is that I was like, oh yeah, it's a few years ago, and then you, you a decade. It's been yeah since 2013. But there was a follow up done in 2014 that hailed the drive-through brothels in Switzerland as a huge success. So that means that the escorts uh, they'll be paying taxes on the money that they make. Uh, they're making a little bit less money, but it is fairly well regulated. But man, I didn't know that they are. Like they are. So let me explain what I just did after I you know, did a little research on this. Uh, it's like an old industrial part of West Zurich, which is where these drive-through brothels exist. And so you pull up and there's like, as you were saying, kind of like what looks sort of like shipping containers. Uh-huh. But there's signposts and there's like these discrete wooden boxes for services. But you essentially like drive along and then you pull into the one that you want to go into and you go, well, how do you know which one that you want to pull into? And of course there's different girls that are out there working, but it's really interesting because they have these huge poster boards that are in these particular boxes that you just drive into that show Who's the, there? No, the position that's available. Ah! Like what, yeah, exactly. Like what you're going to be doing with the person. And then I guess they have, you can either go find somebody and then go to that particular box or you can go to that particular box that you want and then there'll just be somebody sitting there because they have, it's really weird, man. It's 
it, it says it's discreet. It doesn't look like there's doors on one side of it, which doesn't seem very discreet to it me just, at like, all. It's like a garage. It, it looks like kind of like a breezeway, right? Like one of yeah. those things, like a carport that you would pull See, into. I, and, they need to take this to a whole other level. Like, I need to be able to get my car serviced while I'm getting serviced. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think would take long, longer, an oil change on your car or... Oh. Oil change is going to take way longer, way longer than you. (laughs) Way longer. But yeah, so it's like this row of all of these different uh, boxes that you can pull into, again, that look like carports. They have different lights above them, and then it shows the position that's available. And yeah, it's just kind of wild to me that it's been as long as it have. Uh, What's really insane is that it costs like 2 million euros, I guess, to set this thing up. And I'm like, this is an old crappy part of town and then a bunch of carports. Why did this cost $2 million to set up. Well, what's two million euros? And I'm, it's about two million dollars. Is too. it the same same? About so it, it used to be a lot more than that, right? It was almost uh, like one and a half to one yeah. sort of thing. But now, yeah, it's it's, it's even now. But residents uh, in the area, I guess, as of a decade ago, were not exactly thrilled with the whole idea of there being like the drive-through brothels in their neighborhood. But I had no idea this is what it looked like, and that is just wild. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. So I know that I really appreciate this, Mahoney. You haven't gotten into it yet, but it is probably my favorite show right now on Apple TV Plus and one of the favorites I look forward to every week because it is on that weekly drip, which I know would drive you crazy, Audrey, but I actually like the shows that come out weekly. It's a sci-fi show, which normally I'm not really into, but this one is just exceptionally well done, good character development. Uh, Silo, you've heard me talk about it a couple of times and uh, just got renewed for season two on Apple TV Plus. Uh, You know, Apple TV Plus in my opinion, is probably the best value for what you get right now. I mean, because it's still very reasonably priced, like five, six bucks a month. And there's some really great programming Huge stars. that exists on there. Yeah, high-level stuff with, you know, not just series, but also movies yep. that are exclusive to Apple TV+. Plus. So, again, if you're a fan of Silo like I am, Season 2 has been greenlit. Good stuff there. Uh, did not know this, but uh, John Hamm turned down the role that Ben Affleck played in Gone Girl. Really? Yeah, so he was recently talking about that. I mean, it's been almost a decade. 2014 is when that came out. But the 52-year-old Ham confirmed that he was up for the lead role, uh, which ultimately went to Ben Affleck. He explained that he was unable to be in it because of his commitment to Mad Men at the time. Mm. I mean, you you think about that movie, and I don't know if it would have been as good with John Ham Because John Ham, I think, is one too attractive. (laughs) And doesn't, I mean, he could play the, the, the mean and the, like, kind of weird you know, character role that that was, but I I think that that was a role that just really saved Ben Affleck's career because I mean at that point he was kind of considered a joke. Yeah, I mean he had definitely Everybody faded. Was like he's Matt Damon's loser friend, and then all of a sudden he comes back with that, and then Argo, and yep. I mean Ben Affleck has had a great resurgence, uh, not just professionally but also like personally yeah. as of late too. So kind of rooting for Ben Affleck, man. Lo- I mean, love love a good comeback. You just love story. that f- big ass Phoenix tattoo on his back. I do, and I love the fact that he is outside, exhausted, smoking a cigarette, slamming doors. I just uh, I relate, brother. Uh, so Twitter getting sued for a cool quarter billion dollars, two hundred and fifty million bucks, a whole bunch, seventeen different uh, music publishers have come out and said that they have basically made their whole business model off of profiting off of unlicensed music on their site. Absolutely. You see all the stuff. So, I mean, these are cases that, you know, can cost them a whole lot of money. And Twitter, with their ad revenue down a massive amount, you know, I think it's off like 66% since Elon's taken over. Uh, This is just another headache that he probably did not see coming. 
And finally, in Pop Trash today, good Lord, Ryan Seacrest, take a break. Um, they're now talking about Ryan Seacrest being the front runner to take over for Pat Sajak after he retires from Wheel of Fortune. I so, don't hate that. I mean, look, Ryan Seacrest is a fine game show host, but at this point, to me, Seacrest kind of seems like a downgrade. Like, yeah. he's he's just done so much, it kind of feels like it he's watered down. It doesn't make it special. Right. It just feels like the, the dude who you're going to plug in that will just do a fine job. Hire Snoop Dogg. There you go. Now you're talking. I'm in. Have you seen Snoop as a contestant Wheel on Wheel of Fortune? Fortune? Yes. It's awesome. It's great. So <laughs> I'm with you. He's the worst. Snoop Dogg is terrible. But Snoop Dogg is the host and, and Olympic commentator. Like, I'm here yep. for both those things. Dave Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Oh, boy, it's big. So Audrey had the distinct pleasure of meeting a gentleman while she was out thrift shopping over the course of this past weekend. And this guy, the reason why she noticed him is because he straight up cornered you. Yeah, he did. And um, I, it was enough for me to have to feel like I needed to call my boyfriend who was in the store just on the opposite end because I was in a weird place next to the lamps <laughs> that I just couldn't quite get out of. And it kind of sucked because I don't ever, as a woman, you don't ever want to have to feel that way. And he kept kind of sharking around the vicinity and kind of coming back up to me, asking me more questions. And I would be trying to be as polite as possible because I don't want to be that person. Be like, hey, scram, get out of here. You should um, just be that person. I, dude, I'm, I mean, it. honestly, that's kind of fun to say. Be like, scram, get out of here. Get out of here. Go on, get up. Go on, get Go on, get her. I'm not like into the confrontation though with strangers, so maybe yeah. that's something that I'll work on in 2023. I've got half a year for uh, New Year's resolutions. There you go. I didn't finish uh, the first half very strong. All of them are flopped. <laughs> so why don't I just start now, you know? But uh, this guy came up to me um, and he was kind enough um, to where he was, you know, telling me about what he did, where he lives, um, and you know, proceeded to and give me his business card. He approached you under the guise of he saw your dog, Elmo. Is yes. that what it was at yeah. first? Why? And, you know, obviously you're a young, pretty woman. So I'm sure that... But you definitely got the sense that he was also kind of like hitting hit, on you. Yes. And he was about 40 years... He had to have been 80 something. Okay. Um, and, you know, my boyfriend and I were talking about it afterwards because... Uh, my boyfriend saw him come up to me another time and kind of like scurried over there, like like to make sure that I was okay after I'd already called him. Mm-hmm. And um, after seeing this gentleman, we have maybe decided that he forgot his dentures at home. Okay, okay so missing some teeth. Missing some teeth. So we, we talked about this on the radio yesterday. And what's wild is that we got a call from a guy unsolicited that said the same thing happened to his girlfriend, and he called out the particular store that it happened at. Because I didn't mention that. You didn't say that it happened at a Goodwill, but this yeah. guy's like, this happened to my girlfriend as well. Exact same scenario with this guy, much older and, than her, approached her at a Goodwill and handed her a business card and dropped that same line of, do you want to hear the greatest lead singer of all time? So what was on his business card, Audrey? So it was a picture of him. So, and I didn't even know this because I just kind of like, saw the business card and put it down in the cart and was like, thank you so much. And he was like, don't lose that, honey. And I was like, okay. yeah." Like, and being from the South, I was like, yes, sir. Like, you know, like, yeah. cause he's my senior. 
Yeah. The senior, senior. Yeah, sure. And um, he was kind of giving me really loves Elvis vibes. Okay. And I did not know that until I was, again, talking with my boyfriend, talking with you guys. And apparently on the back of this business card, it says loves Elvis. Like number one Elvis fan, does Elvis impersonations Great. back in the day. Good. And uh, on the front, it's a picture of him just wailing out on the guitar. And he's kind of in his old Elvis gear. It's got to be at least 10, 15 years old, this photo, because um, it's not him today. It's definitely catfish of a business card. So we're calling him the Thrifter Grifter because he's out here hustling and he's doing it at thrift stores. And uh, just to, again, kind of describe this gentleman, he was wearing the the leather sleeveless vest. Did have a shirt on underneath it, which disappointed me Super a bit. Super tight acid wash jeans. Acid and white jeans boots and, white and boots. a uh, bandana around his mm. hair. Um, yeah. So that is the description of this gentleman. So as we know, Mahoney is a uh, fast food forensic expert. We've seen that displayed many times mm-hmm. on the show over the years. Something you may not know about Mahoney is that he is also the world's greatest internet sleuth. I actually, this is a skill that I really pride myself on. Yeah. And, you know, I also think about many times what I would do if I were to leave radio, if I was to get fired. I would become a, pri- I would become a private investigator. Man, you would fall asleep on every stakeout. Which would be perfect. It would be. You that could just w- nap. I could just nap and get paid. Oh, that'd be wonderful. And dig up dirt on people. But one of the things I'm really good at, so you kind of described, you, you knew this guy's first name, and you knew what he did, and because you didn't have the card yesterday. So, I, you know, I used a couple of my normal uh, searching methods. Sleuthing skills. And I found him. And mm-hmm. then I found his Facebook page. And we were so impressed. Then, because he didn't pop up easily. Like, you kind of had to dig a little bit. I mean, and you found him in like 30 seconds. And then I found <laughs> his YouTube page. And we found some of his music. So would you like to hear what Dante sounds like? Because I would. And we're going to do that next. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I kind of feel like this is a round of Cover Your Ears because there are some cover songs that Dante has done, the Thrift for Drifter. And we have got three songs that we are going to showcase on the program today. Now, he has put all these out there himself. He's uploaded them to YouTube. Um, and they have kind of like cover your ears, varying levels of engagement. And the first one that we are going to feature is the most popular one that we have. And back to your point, Audrey, about Dante being a big Elvis fan. This is actually a cover of Elvis's Treat Me Nice. Dave, he approached Audrey, gave her his card, and then said or claimed to be the world's greatest singer. So there's quite a bit <laughs> of buildup leading he up to us hearing this song. He the said, world's you greatest want to hear the singer. W- world's greatest singer of all time. Didn't tell me who at the time, but then he handed me his card right after proclaiming. It'd be one thing if he was like the manager for another band and he's out here trying to drum up interest, but when it's like, hey, do you want to hear the greatest singer of all time? And then he drops is me. That is a bold move. I would like to say that, first of all, business card's not cheap. There's lots of color on these. Like, it, they color wasn't, business it, cards. Color business cards. It's like head to toe color business. Were so, they the standard size business cards? Yeah, they okay. were. So, But I also would like to add, Dante, if you're listening, maybe add a QR code. It's 2023. Mm, yeah. People can um, access your tunes a little easier if you put a QR, a QR code Good. on there. Not everybody has a, uh, a you know, a, a Sleuthing a abilities like you, my homie. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, this this first one, 439 views, again, a cover of Elvis, and this is the debut of Dante. I'm nervous. On the Dave Mahoney Show. I'm nervous Are for you? a couple of reasons. We haven't heard this. We haven't heard this. I also, there's something within me that kind of, I'm feeling bad because I don't want to make fun of the guy, even though he did make me feel really creepy and like this is 
like he did make nice. me feel like really scared. <laughs> yeah, you're too but nice. But I, mean, I also like I don't want to make fun of him. No, it's uh, not making fun of him. What if we're about to realize that he is in fact the world's greatest singer, and you are going to immediately leave your boyfriend for Dante after you hear this? That's possible. That is possible. It is possible. So I like my man with a little bit more teeth. But <laughs> you can get new teeth these I like days. Being all right. <laughs> little nibbles, is that what you said? Oh God. Let's hear it. Alright, here we go. Is that him playing guitar as well? That is that is him playing guitar as well. And Chris, if you can kind of describe the scene there, because there's obviously that's lots not of like forks. a yeah, lots lots of forks, lots of clinking of the cups. That's not a studio recording. What do we got there? Uh, not even a little bit. In fact, uh, all of Dante's online content is all live performances mm. from a what appears to be extremely small establishment. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I mean, at least he's getting gigs. Yeah, it's like a coffee yeah. house, restaurant type of gig, but um, there's nobody fairly sitting noisy. there watching. Let's put it that way. I see. You know what I mean? He's creating the ambiance. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's I mean, creating the environment. I've heard, I've heard worse. Sure. So I I, I want to hear another one because he's doing Elvis there, and it, it it's not really that bad. Like, it's it sounds like Elvis, right? I don't know if I would chalk I mean, him up like as Elvis. the... Yeah. World's greatest, greatest singer. singer, but you know, let's let's uh, continue to give him a chance. This one, a few less views, three hundred and seventeen views on this one, and this one, very appropriately entitled "Give Me a Chance." Oh no, it's for you, Audrey. Mm-hmm. TV went off the air. Watching old movies. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Those outlaws, Come to share it, and it's possible. He's got some chops. So, but here's the thing: is that the way that he presented himself, his looks, his aura, the whole thing for being, I'm gonna say, probably seriously, almost 80 years old. Mm-hmm. And if he's not 80, he's lived a tough life, lived hard, mm-hmm. lots of things. Yeah, sure. I was expecting him to rock out a little bit more. Those are all very ballad. Okay, well, I've I've got unchained. Well, my I mean, heart. he's 80 years old, and he's hitting on a 30 year old woman. I was expecting. This is, this is a man who wants to serenade. He's, oh, true. This yeah. is a man who he's fancies lots himself. Of love to give. He's, he's like, he's like, hey, my Aww. music's not rock hard, Aww. but guess what is? Uh, <laughs> I bet, I bet Dante would be on the same side sitting on the booth with me. Ugh. Same side sitting. Uh, also, Dante. The, whoever the whoever it's the working. hostess was at that cafe was like, hello, welcome. Yeah, a little Just loud, like, lady. Chill out. She's you're louder blowing, than him. You're blowing my cover scene. Uh, and finally, this one is uh, the least popular online as far as the uploads that we found go. Uh, only 107 views on this one, but this is also another cover. This is Unchained My Heart, originally done by Ray Charles back in 1961, uh, but an I- iconic song. Isn't that an Elvis song, too? Unchained my heart Oh, baby Oh, 
theory here, Dave. I think that these are karaoke bars because that's too much clamor it's, happening. It's like an open mic night. Is that what you think? I think I, yeah. it is. I was going to follow that, up the entire moment by telling you I was pretty sure this was karaoke because there was only two songs I saw with a guitar and everything else was a backing track. Was it? Cause <laughs> that, that, that was a backing track. That yeah, was that the, was. That was the Joe, I think that was the Joe Cocker version. Joe Cocker, yeah. he, he actually made it more popular, but originally going back to 1961 and Ray Charles. I don't, yeah. I've never heard yeah. that Ray Charles version. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not bad. I mean, I am pleasantly surprised for somebody who was definitely pitching himself um, out on the mean streets of every Goodwill, apparently. I, I am shocked that he was as, as hey, good as he was. If you got work. no teeth and you can sing that well, props are, to you, brother. Are you impressed? Are you going to hook up with Dante? No, I think he needs to be able to prove that he can also play the harmonica. Oh, I feel that, like that. That'll do it? That, that, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey was getting hit on by a gentleman that was probably in his late 70s, maybe early 80s at a thrift shop. We call him the thrifter grifter because he's out there hustling for himself. He told Audrey that he was the greatest singer in the entire world. We just heard some of his music. But what we're also hearing is that Audrey is not the only one that he has approached. In fact, it's a rather common thing. What's up, Anna? So I didn't realize while I was listening yesterday that I actually run into Dante as well. <gasps> what? I ran into him in one of the downtown wine bars where he plays all the time and he records what he does. Oh. Oh my gosh. So uh, so can you please tell me, is this like a common occurrence? Like whenever he came up to you, did he also give you his business card? Because this is the, the, we've had a couple phone calls where people are saying, yeah, he's ran into my girlfriend, gave me the business card. Is this his MO? How did he approach you? Or did you just kind of see him playing one day? But he does come up to absolutely every person that's in there and have a conversation with them. And literally anyone with a trying to make a move on. Wow. Oh, is, oh, so mean, you're not special, yeah. Audrey. Oh, oh. Thank God I'm not. <laughs> like, oh, honestly. Man. That is great that I, he's out here. He's just hooked. He's trying to hook up with everybody. Hey, just shoot your shot. Hey, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Anna, thanks for the call today. <laughs> Appreciate fun. you. This one, an anonymous caller. You also have had your wife hit on by Dante? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was at a private party. He brings his own gear and starts singing and puts on the outfit and does the whole thing and you know, he, he started grabbing women and nobody wanted to dance with him. And he grabbed hold of my wife and pulled her up. And she looked at me. She goes, are you okay with this? And I go, he watches his hands and he doesn't dip you. Dude, this guy is everywhere. You know what? I, I would say that we've learned enough about Dante where I think the very first Dave Mahoney listener appreciation party, we no. need to have a featured performer. No, you're you not hearing everyone saying yeah, he's a, total a creep. creep. I just want someone to, I just want someone to hit on me. Okay. <laughs> well, he's not into yeah, you. He's... Clearly he's going to take your wife. Dang it. <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Sí, David Mahoney. Quiero saber cuál es la mejor temperatura para mantener el aire en tu domicilio para que no te salga tanto el bill de electricidad. Muchas gracias. Message deleted. Uh, Happens every day. Uh, Thankfully, uh, Chris has translated this for us because we're all idiots. I just did not want to showcase my my language abilities or else I would have been able to do it ourselves. My Spanish is so bad. He was asking the correct temperature to keep your air conditioning at 
That, that was actually pretty close. Maybe. Good okay. job. He actually said, yes, David Mahoney, I want to know what is the best temperature to have your AC in your home so that the electrical bill is not high. So- I heard bienvenidos. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear that. Thank you, Will Thank Smith. You. Appreciate it. <laughs> the one good thing Bill, Bill Welcome Will to Miami. Smith I do did. know that. You know, we should start calling Will Smith Bill Smith because yeah. he's just not the same. He looks like yeah. a Bill Smith. You're, you're a Bill Smith now. <laughs> 70 oh, degrees in the summer for AC for me. I see. 70. I have been keeping my apartment and Chris, you know, you and I kind of live in the same area too and both in an apartment. Mine, I've been keeping way hotter than I ever have in my entire life. Same. 76 feels 76. cold. It's hotter than you I'm ever kept it. Ever. Ever. You know I'm what? such a 67 to oh. like 70 degrees girl. It depends on the AC unit though. It really does because I always used to keep uh, in my old house the temperature around same thing like 67, 68, sometimes 69 degrees. Um, now it's like 73 Woo. just because it's a different AC system. So it's like a real... 73 as opposed to... Yeah. A fake 73? A fake 73. Nothing worse than a fake, uh, like, See, thermometing system. I This is crazy to me. you saying you're keeping it warmer or hotter than you ever kept it because so when my wife and I lived in the same house, she kept it at 80, which is crazy. That's bonkers. I'm sweating thinking. You're, like, your wife is a mad woman. And well, when she grew up, her dad kept it at, like... 83. Yeah, so like 80 she, is cool But that's for because her. her dad is the most thrifty person on the face of the earth. Yeah, his, his heating now, bills in the summer are like $7. Wow. Meanwhile, she real. lived with you, who is the least thrifty person in the world. But he's getting, he's getting there with a point system. Yeah, but like, take advantage of air conditioning. Well, what's I'm, the actual do- dollar difference? <laughs> I can tell you exactly how much I spend on air conditioning every day because I've got all my I'm paying all my bills now because oh, my wife God. was in charge of all that. Such a super uh, Yesterday dork. I used $4 worth of electricity in my house and I forgot to turn off the AC when I left and or turn it back up because when I leave I like to turn the AC up to like 85 Same. or yeah. so when I leave and then turn it down when I get there when I get back home but I'm keeping my house like for me it's cool. Like I, I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm doing something wrong at 77, 78 degrees in my house. Oh, because you have been trained. You're such a you're young paddle. But I've got, <laughs> have been trained, man. You, you are. You've been broken like a horse. You just. You got your it's blinders like, oh, no, on. You're wearing cold. your saddle. Hey, and you're put just, that carrot in my mouth. I'll yeah. be happy. <laughs> what? Hey guys, I need your opinion on this. Our car wash is too expensive. Seven dollars for this a sim- simple wash. Why, why is that? How do they justify stuff like that? Don't even get me started on the Supermax wash that, for some reason, costs fifteen dollars. I'm gonna go broke washing this thing. Message That's actually a reasonable Supermax wash. Absolutely, like well, most of the Supermaxes are like thirty bucks. Well, but also twenty thirty penny saved, penny earned. I just do the monthly membership. You do so. There was somebody that was pitching me on one of those because I did a drive-through car wash, I don't know, a week or so ago. And they were like, would you like to do the membership? And I'm like, how often can you come? And they're like, up to two times a day. A day, dude. A day. I'm yeah. like, who's driving through a car wash dude, twice a day? When you get a new car, man, you buy a, like a brand new car. There's plenty of people who, who, will, who will do that. But to answer Especially this guy's question, are car washes too expensive? Absolutely not. The reason why I know that is because every time I'm like, I'm tired of this car. It's a piece of junk. I need to trade it in and get a new one. If I just wash it, I'm like, dude, ah, I love this car. You get, I, a, you get your car detailed. If you oh even take it another step and you get your car, you're like, I can run. This thing's the greatest thing I've ever another had. 200,000 miles. A hundred percent. The place that I go to, 45 bucks a month, unlimited, and they detail it for you. They do? And a detail? Wow. So like, are we talking? 
talking just not like shampooing. Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, like even good a, enough. Yeah, to where it's like the inside a, a va- there. Even a vacuum included with forty five dollars a month. Is, unlimited, so I could get them to go in there and vacuum my car twice a day, dude. See, ain't no stop and said I drive Uber, so I wash my car daily. That makes sense. Like yeah, that's that does make sense. Primary uh, form of, of making money, and I guess if you're driving Uber or Lyft or whatever, and you got a nasty ass passenger, maybe dude, you need to wash. It and twice there's a nothing day. worse than getting into somebody's car, and it is. Dude, like, if you don't it, wash your car before like a first date or a, uh, like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Like, no. Maybe not even a first date, but like a first, like the date you're picking them up for the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah, like, this this ain't serious got, if I pick you, you up in a dirty car. You got car. fast food things in the back. Like you are just, no, nah, man, no. Nah. At least just put it in the trunk. I mean, if you know that you don't have the time to go through and clean your house or car. Throw it in a closet. Put it in a closet, put it in the trunk. On, yep. Put it in the trunk. Yep. No, that's not, that. the closet, yes, because like the washing of the clothes, but you- Or like if you have shoes or, or jackets or something. That makes sense. You know, put, just put it in the trunk. I thought you were like loading up all your like empty water bottles and McDonald's bags and putting them in the trunk. I'm like, the trash can's right there. It's right it's there. It's right there. It is it's right, right there. Have any of you ever been skinny dipping? Message deleted. Yes. Yes, and it's, it's not nearly as sexy as you'd like to think. No, it's cold. Because, like, then Don't, what? And yeah. it's always at night. Nobody ever skinny dips during the day. And I'll tell you what, brother, it's it always is awake. Scary. Yep. It's just scary. And you got ladies, your bits out. This and tiny yeah. little, um, we're fly fishing out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fish aren't even interested in this worm, no. <laughs> Don't let any man, also women, if you're young listening, I'm sure every older woman knows this as well. Don't let a guy, like, convince you into doing anything in a pool or a jacuzzi. That is not healthy for you. Nope. Also, it's not. not good for your, for your hmm. it's not good for us either Dude. if we're just being real about Dude, it. if you are we don't need more water dudes who are obsessed with hot tubs weird me out yeah there, there's two types of people like that i just don't understand i don't understand the garage always open people don't understand that like 24 7 365 what are you doing why is your garage, you to close the garage? Wait, never. I, I grew up um a gr- around garage open people i never thought anything about it it feels like tools just, out and everything yeah Golf my grandparents okay. are, are garage open let people. me follow up on that you grew up around a lot of garage people have you ever had sex in a hot tub ew no okay no, my but my gra- that, data, yeah, no. that data point doesn't cross. No, because usually out. people really- who are garage <laughs> open people are also the people who are like do- like woodworking. They're like doing things with their They're- tools, and you can't keep your garage closed. I then you'll it. suffocate on sawdust. No, but like even when you're That's how I want to go. Like <laughs> even if you're not doing anything in there, like you're not sitting in there. I've got I've got a couple neighbors, and their garage open 365 people. No kids, no nothing. No, there's, I don't know. All I know is I see all of their tools. I see their golf clubs. I just, I like they're. All, it's and you like, want to rob them, don't you? Like when I first tell me, you ha- tell me you haven't thought about it. I mean, I could use a new sander. That's. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play tipsy through the quad or toddler <laughs> on Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody. It is time for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. Can you tell the difference between something that was said by a little kid and a very drunk person based on just the words that were said themselves? Garfield is joining us on the program. Hello, Garfield. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. So here we go with Tipsy or Toddler. Audrey, you're going to do the first one here. We're going to act out each one of these things that were said. You're just trying to figure out Tipsy or Toddler for the win today whenever you're ready. All right. I would like to say that it is being told in the script for me to sing, so I apologize in advance. Stage direction, Audrey. Yes. This girl will always find a way. (laughs) I'm not a girl, I'm not yet a woman. Scene. 
Wow, that was actually much better than I thought it was going to be. That was pretty good. Uh, Garfield, do you think that's a very drunk person or a little kid? Uh, I think that's a little kid. Yeah, it is. Tipsy is the correct answer. Toddler is what he guessed, so I'm sorry. That is not a little kid. That is a very drunk person. Let's have a listen. I heard that version. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey's was a little too good. You're exactly right. All right, here we go on to number two. No worries. You're still on the board here if you're uh, able to get this one correct. And then I floored it. I thought I gave it a little bit of gas because I was like, I don't know what this turn is. And when I floored it, it on accident, and it went, woo-wee. Garfield, is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? I'm going to go with toddler again. Toddler is correct. Well done. You're Good on the job. board. Here we go. And then I floored it. I thought I gave it a little bit of gas because I was like, I don't know what this turn is. And then I floored it on accident anyway. Well, we. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well done, uh, Mahoney. Chain? I don't know if that was a chainsaw or a motorcycle. Either way, there was a motor on there, brother. <laughs> All right, Mahoney, whenever you're ready, number three. And this one, just a forewarning Garfield, might get a little loud. Mahoney's face was trembling. <laughs> is that tipsy or toddler? I'm going to go tipsy. Tipsy is correct. Well done. Here we go. I do not bite. We've been having a Come here. It's safe. I swear. It's okay. You know me. Bro, shout out to that guy not missing a beat while playing acoustic guitar in the background. Uh, what what was happening there, Chris? Please explain to me. Uh, we're going to have to go to producer pajamas on that one. I, he discovered it, but clearly that is unbelievable, was, uh, That man. was one of the adoring fans at Dante's show. Is that what it was? Oh, that makes man. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I do not bite in my vicinity. <laughs> that was Audrey after Dante approached her. <laughs> oh, get out of here. I bite. I'm, I literally have rabies. Okay, so the, the stage direction here for number four, and Garfield, you're doing great. You got two points. Uh, you can get a third one correct here is going to you, Audrey, but the stage direction says pick an accent, any accent. And I'm curious I'm what you're going to go. Horrible. I'm going to attempt, I guess, maybe British. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. This woman upstream pulled a thing on my new bitch. Chuck here, I land. <laughs> we'll scare back down a Glock back to the trolley with new head. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh. All right. Is that tipsy or toddler? I'm going to go with tipsy. Tipsy is correct. Well done. I need to know. Is that pretty good British? Uh, no, but oh. let's have a listen if this no. was, in fact, British. <laughs> Shut up, Garfield. <laughs> this woman off stream pulled the thing up on my nubby. Shock here like that. Well, just came back down and got back with the trolley with you. Oh, not bad, Audrey. Not bad. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, All right, Mahoney. The trolley is British anyway. Here we go. Last one. Me and you back and forth. Okay. I'll buy you a hippo. You will? Yeah. A real hippo? <laughs> yeah. When? Oh, well, maybe Tuesday? 
Okay. Garfield for the win. What is it, tipsy or toddler? Toddler. Boom, he got it. Boom, baby. That's how the game is done. Let's have a listen. I'll buy you a hippo. You will? Yeah. A real hippo? Yeah. When? Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we've been talking about these AC problems that I've been having at my house. And look, summertime AC problems are big problems, right? And especially when it's the little kids' room because that's where it went down. So there's you know multiple units on the house, but this specific unit is the one that keeps the kids' rooms cool. And I've just had a lot of AC problems as of late, and so this was just kind of another one of those, oh, great, here we go again type things. But just to kind of set the table of how this all started is... You know, we were out and about getting a bite to eat, and we come back, and I look at my little app, and it shows that it's supposed to be 73 degrees in their room, Mm -hmm. but it's actually showing as 82, and so I'm like, something is wrong here. And so what I did is I went outside, and I checked the units, and I noticed that a couple of them had the frozen lines on them, which sometimes can mean, after doing some Googling, that the filters are dirty or something else might be creating that problem. Lack of Freon or something of that nature. Absolutely could be any of those things. I'm no expert when it comes to this, but one thing that I did know is that my wife had been kind of hounding me to change the air filters because you could hear they were like sucking really hard That's because there had been a lot of dust in the house recently. We're getting like the floors changed and all and that. these There's are the original units with the house when they were built. As far as I know, yes, that's exactly okay. what it is. So they're, they're a little older. And so I called out a company and they came out and they said, look, it, it looks like there's an issue with the blower fan. And so I wouldn't actually replace the blower fan. That's going to be like $2,700. Okay. Which struck me as kind of crazy because the last time I had to do that, it was like 900 bucks. Inflation, man. I put 3X. Just seemed like a lot. And they were like, we wouldn't recommend you doing that. We'd recommend you replace the entire three and a half ton unit. And the cost is going to be anywhere between fifteen dollars and $25,000 in order to do that. Now, Robert is on the phone with us. And, Robert, you're a retired plumber, and you think that that quote is pretty wild, right? Oh, God, yeah. It's very wild. So I what mean, What uh, should it cost to replace a unit like that, a three-and-a-half-ton unit? You're probably talking no more than ten grand. So when I Googled it, it said, like, there. the national average was around 7500 bucks. To get it installed. And so when they told me 15 to 25, I was kind of like, oh man, that is a lot of money yeah, that you- I did not expect to spend. So what happens if you were to though, get the unit by the unit and have somebody just so, install it for Dave, you? Dave, I'm looking online right now at the acoutlet.com, uh, not sponsored by any means, but dude, a three and a half ton unit is anywhere between 1600 and $2,300. That's now. what I'm saying. And all they're doing is really just like, installing it yeah the install (laughs) price or removing and installing they're they're trying to charge you 10 to twenty thousand dollars yeah it's that it's it's a lot and so again it struck me as like this is a wild amount of money that they want but they're like hey you know we'll send somebody else out tomorrow to kind of talk about the options that you have in order to get this and then the the second guy showed up and it went from 15 to 25 to 17 to 30 real quick 
And so I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. And so they're giving me the different options. But and, and what's so their explanation? I don't understand the explanation what's causing it, all this. Is that it was one of the original units and it's been there. The house was built in 2002. So it's been like 20 plus years, 21 years since this unit has been there. And generally, a lot of the shelf life for these units is 10 to maybe 15 years is how it was explained to me. Robert, is that accurate where like a lot of the units last for like 10, 15 years? Um, yeah, they can last for 20 years, 25 years, Yeah, you know, an old carrier unit or something like that. But you got to remember when you're getting estimates, the first thing you want to do, you got neighbors that live around you, get to know your neighbors, ask them who they use as their plumber and who they use as their air conditioner guy. If they're happy with them, you're, you're, you're not going to have any problems. I mean, you got to go ahead and do that. Yeah, you got to do I some, mean, some market to... research. And so what I did is I actually asked Definitely. some people here at the radio station, like, hey, do you know anyone that would be good and they gave me a company here at the radio station and I called them out as the second company that I was going to get a bid from and that's where things yeah. got very dramatic <laughs> so the second team came did. out and they went to go access the unit it's in the attic right okay. so he, they went outside and looked at it did they find a bunch of dead bodies in the attic they did not that mm. would have been somehow maybe less dramatic okay. they went up into the attic access point to go look at the unit that the guy was telling me needed to be replaced and they said no, no, no. We can't access the unit that we need to look at by going up here. We need to go up in the other access point because there's no safe way to get across, which struck me as really weird. Like, how did this guy go up there and assess this unit and tell me that I needed to pay anywhere between seventeen dollars and $30,000 to Without replace it? Without even doing any of this? And then I realized he was looking at the wrong unit. The so original he, guy. The, the original guy was looking at the wrong unit and was telling me that it was broken and needed to be replaced. So keep in mind, if I'd replaced that, I would have replaced, spent, let's call it $20,000 if I'd picked the middle option. $20,000 and it still would have been broken. Because it was the wrong unit. It was the wrong unit. Now, I don't want to like throw these guys under the bus because there is a lot of construction going on at the house. Maybe somebody had the power off to something that I wasn't privy to. But again, I'm not the professional they are right. So you're going. So you've you're going through this different company, and he's going to assess the actually broken one. So he's figured out. Okay, it's this unit that I need to be looking at that cools the kids' room. Right. And you you can't access it through here. You have to go up the other way. He goes up there and he goes. Okay, I I think I found the problem. When it froze over the other night. And then I unthought it. There is this water trap. And maybe, Robert, you could help me out on exactly what that thing is called. Yeah, exactly. So basically, there's this water thing where if water melts from defrosting it, it'll get to a certain point where it'll trigger it and automatically turn it off. So that it doesn't, what, like just flood? Flood. flood. Okay. Sure. Well, that's a great it, feature. It, it was basically. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was basically like a pint of liquid, sure. basically, that was in there. And Very it, to drink it. And it killed, the, <laughs> it killed the power to the AC unit. And he told me the cost to fix this was not fifteen, seventeen, thirty thousand dollars. It was going to be one hundred and sixty bucks. Wow! Oh. I was going to say one hundred and fifty. One hundred and sixty dollars all in to fix it. That's it. The state line was plugged. That's all there was. That's it. Wow! That, so he flushed the line. He emptied this. Yep. Emptied this little bit of water, yep. and next thing you know, hundred and sixty bucks. And I was on the brink because again, these are my kids' rooms, right? Of telling them like, if, if you're telling me this unit needs to be replaced, I'll Replace go ahead it. and do it. And I almost dropped twenty thousand dollars on something that cost hundred and sixty bucks. Broken. And exactly. I feel like nice. what we should do. You guys if, work on commission. That's why. That's <laughs> just, dude. That's just Unreal. that. That is criminal. 
first and foremost. But I feel like you just saved $30,000, so let's go make some bad decisions and make some bets. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Um, so my question is, do you prefer to be friends with your boss, like friends, or just like coworker, platonic, like dry? And I'm, I'm asking because there are some people I see who actively are trying to hang out with our boss, like kiss his butt. And uh, I'm good on that. You know what I mean? You're my boss. I'll be nice to you. But hell no, you're not invited over for drinks and barbecue dinner. Okay. Anyway, just thought I'd ask. Have a good day, guys. Very interesting take to me. Never, ever, ever would I go out of my way to be like, I want to be buddies with my boss. Like, if it, it naturally forms, it naturally That's forms. That's how it works with coworkers. That's yeah. how it just, if, if you have a personality that gels. We've worked for some bosses who hate us, who hated us, and it was awful. And that was pretty crappy, a pretty crappy situation. Our, you know, our, our previous general manager that we worked for Great at guy. our last station. Dude, he's a, a guy I'll be friends with and be close to for the rest of my life. Same thing. Well, and our last our program director that we worked for, uh, you know, you guys would actually go to lunch together and you have something called a bang bang, which yep. a lot of people don't know about because nobody else on planet Earth does this. Two lunches. You guys go two to lunch, two lunches back to back. Yeah, if we want to do like Mexican and Italian. You just do both. Yeah. For lunch. Why, or yeah. barbecue and uh, Chinese. Yeah. Or do... Uh, some Thai and uh, custard. Like, yeah, we've, we've done Thai <laughs> and custard that. before. I don't but, know. I feel like that that uh, that mental uh, gymnastics that this woman is doing in order to kind of shame people who are wanting to befriend their coworkers that does not resonate with me. There's I, a difference between ass kissing too. Uh, well, because it's perceived that way yeah. in a lot of workplaces and work culture where just because you're getting along with the boss that's perceived as being a butt kiss. Like, I don't like that. I feel and, like if I'm given the opportunity to work for someone, I'm very grateful. That's me showing gratitude. I have enjoyed almost every single person that I've worked for and with. Um, you know, that doesn't mean because I want to go get dinner with them or, you know, hang out with them. That doesn't mean that I mean a butt kiss. That's so weird. Yeah, I, I think there's it's just situational, right? I mean, there's certainly that, people who are forcing it that you're like, I, But you know that that's that person's yeah. personality type, yeah. you it, know? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 built upon mutual respect, too, you know? It's like you can't, if, if they, if they, if there's not like a mutual respect, you, I don't think a friendship could even right. exist. But I also yeah. think that helps when you're really good at your job. Your boss likes you more. Yeah. Invites you out. Yeah. Because you're not a headache. You know, I know like working with people over the years, the people who cause me the least amount of headache are my favorite. Absolutely. Please leave a message after the tone. Real quick. Real quick. I feel like a pick me pet, you would be able to f- sniff those out more whenever like the, the first will respond to like the company corporate emails. Oh, yeah. Like, and they the, reply all. And they reply all to everybody uh, to make sure that they're seen uh, by everybody is showing like all of the bosses. Like you're the one who's like instantly responding. I'm that is engaged. more egregious well, yes. than wanting to like hang out for drinks. And <laughs> I'll say this. There's many times I should have been fired in the 20 plus years that I've been doing radio. And most of the times I didn't get fired when I probably should have was because 
my employers liked me. Yeah, also, it's much harder to fire somebody who they who who is likable and it brings a good and brings a good vibe to the office. If you go out with your boss and get drinks and they do something stupid, it's also hard to fire somebody that's got dirt on you. Dave, yeah, Dave. All right, besides Chick Fil A, right? What fast food restaurant has the best employees? I know y'all are gonna say In and Out, right? But I'm I'm gonna disagree with that. Next time you at Taco Bell, just start a convo, you know, with the staff. Man, they are super cool. Taco Bell Elite. Every time I go there, or I used to go there when I was in my feral rat club days, I would always go there thanks to my Uber drivers. And I'd be like, hey, can I get extra sauce? And then they would give me a like Baja Blast 32 ounce packed with the sauces. They're just Man, the best. The MVPs. That is pretty privileged. That is pretty privileged. Yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I will say. I'm getting two extra sauce packs. <laughs> what? They can't see you in the drive-thru. Ah, uh, they know. No, I'm just like, hello. It's so nice to meet you, even though I can't see you. Like, and I mean, you used to have a conversation Dave, with them. They him. can. Most of the drive-thru yeah, uh, boards have cameras on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just said it was like in my feral club rat days where so I probably like half eyelash still on. Something attractive about that. <laughs> is there? She's got problems and I can solve them. But I think that Taco Bell would probably, if we're uh, eliminating In-N-Out, if we're eliminating Chick-fil-A, I feel like it would be Taco Bell as a third See, for I me. like I like or Popeyes. Maybe- I like Popeyes because uh, it, it's a squad, man. They got your back. Like if stuff starts going down, you don't those, go inside of Popeyes. Those are the people I won't roll with me. I want a car full of Popeyes employees. Can I just tell you who I want to fight though? Hmm. Anybody who doesn't give us napkins. I know... Like, like, how am I going to order fries? And there are no napkins in that bag. Mm-hmm. That is egregious because I'm eating these fries as I'm driving home. That's the only reason I bought them. Those fries never make it home. You never, you never, you're not a finger licking good kind of guy. You, but you got to like wipe them on your jeans and then your hands are all greasy or your steering wheel gets greasy. But all Put, that grease and salt on you your got, You got to have Delicious. napkins yeah. in there when you got fries. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stop trying to make your margins better. Uh, or you maybe they're the just kids and forget. Yeah, they're just stoned, man. <laughs> no, it's a margins thing. I it's pro- not a margins dude, thing. You there, think somebody who's making eight, eight to nine bucks an hour? Yeah, it's not like some corporate hammy like, don't give Mahoney napkins. No, they don't give anybody <laughs> napkins, and they save a fair amount of money. You've uh-huh. obviously never priced out napkins. I've looked at becoming yes. a McDonald's franchisee, sir. No, have you? Have you? I 100% have. I know. I can't what did you it. find? I you can't, can't afford you it. You need like $1.5 million liquid. liquid. Yeah. Liquid. I, I don't want Mahoney. I don't even know where you buy that much liquid. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Father's Day is coming up this weekend, and a lot of people tend to forget that. And my wife asked me, like, hey, would you want anything for Father's Day? And I'm one of those people. Mahoney, I think that you're probably the same way. Fairly hard to shop for because lack of impulse control mm-hmm. on our part where, like, if we want something, we just kind of get it. Yep. Um, but we have this theory, which leads to our mystery question of the day. And we're going to start with John today. Are you ready for today's mystery question of the day? Oh, fire away. I think I'm ready. What did... Your kids give you for Father's Day last year. Apparently not a new phone. (laughs) Frank is joining us today. Frank is on the line. Frank, same question goes to you. What did your kids give you for Father's Day last year? Uh, actually, a new barbecue grill. <laughs> a new barbecue grill. That's a great answer, and I assume your that you're correct on that. Your kids make some money. Have you yeah. used well, the new all, barbecue they're grill? All, they're older. So. Oh, nice. Okay. How, how, how old are the kids? Because a new barbecue grill is not something that's cheap to give. Uh, 35 and 33. 35 and 33. <laughs> Dang, I did. am slacking. Did you assemble the grill the day of Father's Day and 
start firing it up to make some burgers. Nope, they had it delivered fully assembled. Oh, that is a good. You gift. raised some good kids. All right, Jim is joining us as well. Jim, the correct answer for you is what did your kids give you for Father's Day last year? Do you know the right answer? Uh, yes, I got a call from my daughter in Oregon, and uh, my son made me breakfast. Well, how about sweet. that? That is the sweetest thing ever. That uh, that totally blows our theory, guys. We thought that not a single dad listening today was going to be able to answer the question of what did your kids get you for Father's Day last year? Do you remember what you got, Dave? No, that's why I thought the question was going to work. I have no idea what my kids got me for what Father's Day last year. What did you get your dad for th- Father's Day last year, Dave? I have no idea. You're what a bad son. What have I gotten my dad for Father's Day yet this year? Nothing yet. Not a, you're not going to get What if we get Amazon Prime? What I, about a fully assembled grill? I, hey, man, take <laughs> it easy. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So we have a lot of wild stories in the Redneck Report. This may be up there for one of the wildest. A 62-year-old man is facing firearm charges, so he's getting charged, in Illinois after authorities say that he shot himself in his own sleep. Hate when that happens. So, <laughs> some people sleepwalk, some people sleep eat, some people sleep talk. This guy uh, sleep shoots. Yeah. So the man, which hasn't happened to me since I was a young man. Uh, so the this dude who, again, 62 years old, his name is Mark, he used a 357 Magnum revolver that wow. he owned. Uh, fired a shot around 9.50 p.m. On the night of the incident, he said that he dreamed somebody was breaking into his home, so he went and got his gun to shoot at whoever he believed was the intruder. This is all a dream. He fired the revolver, shot himself in the leg, and then woke up. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't blow his leg off. Yeah. I mean, close range with, you know, three fifty seven Magnum. Oh, a lot of gun for um, a close range shot. One of the things I never understood, you know, I having having a, having a gun at home, home self-defense, Understand that all day, you know, but like the people who sleep with a gun under their pillow, well, like what are you doing? Nightstand, sure, you know, uh, biometric, uh, biometric case near the bed with a thumbprint, yes, soup. But like, I know a couple people who sleep with a loaded gun under their bed or under their pillow. Under their pillow is wild to me. It is wild. insane to me. So this guy uh, actually got charged with two felonies. Had to post a hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond. Excessive. Uh, it does, but I mean, I guess he didn't have the proper uh, oh, firearm owner identification card, which is mandatory in Illinois. They're pretty strict on a lot of that stuff. Huh. Uh, need that in order to possess a gun legally. And so this dude not only shoots himself in his sleep, which you're like, dude, now you're that guy forever. Uh, you also get hit with two felonies and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond. That, I mean, that's wild. There's murderers who are out on. Bond that's way less than that. For sure. I mean, was this in Chicago or something? It said it was in Illinois. It didn't say specifically if it was in Chicago. I mean, yeah. just insult to injury. Yeah. But also, I also kind of like, I've never actually seen somebody add insult to an injury. Like somebody falls and you're like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you smell. Yeah, I've never actually seen smell. somebody add insult to injury. <laughs> it's because I pooped my pants when I fell. Okay. Uh, so this is from the villages in Florida, which I love so much. Where we're going to retire someday. Um, normally, we don't hear about uh, the crime of the elderly on the elderly, but that's what this is. Elderly on elderly crime. Eleanor Levitt, 95 years old. What's her name? Eleanor, Eleanor, Eleanor. Levitt. It's Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah, 95. Yeah. Was behind the wheel of her sweet 2007 Mercury Montego. 
when she ran a stop sign and plowed into the golf cart that was being driven by an 81-year-old by the name of Nancy Lou. Nancy Lou. Nancy Lou got blasted by this 95-year-old in her Mercury. Oh, my god! And they were saying that poor Nancy Lou, she's a full-time resident of the Villages, has been since 2007, and is a member at 81 years old, and I love this detail that they threw in there, of the Aqua Rhythms Synchronized Swim Team. She loves to get her exercise she in. Does. That's why she was able to bounce back so great. Yeah. That is really wild this that we 95 had a 95-year-old out here driving. Hit her in the golf cart, the 81-year-old, and then left. <gasps> Maybe she was just trying to pit maneuver. And here's the part of the story that I love because this is such a 95-year-old move when you don't give a damn. They mailed her a summons to appear in court, and she just wrote return to sender and sent it back to him. Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> this is going to be something that might not come off as nice, but I'm going to say it. Old people just think they can do whatever they want. And, and you know why that is? Because they can. Like, yep. She's like, what are you going to do? Put me in jail? I'm 95. I'm 95. Dude. I can't wait till I get to that she advanced She could have stage. murdered Nancy Lou. Yeah, Nancy she tried Lou to. was fine. That Golf we- cart's a little banged up. <laughs> I mean, Nancy Lou, she died. She d- Dave, that's not funny. She's old enough, too. So no, let's not put die. that in the mid- Let's die. not manifest she, that she for Nancy. Fine. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What was the school lunch that you were always waiting for? For me, it was those Pizza Hut personal pizzas. Came in those weird aluminum containers, and they were always soggy. <laughs> Damn, I miss those. Message See, my it. school didn't have any sort of name brand uh, food days like no. Taco Bell or Pizza Hut or Domino's right. never just, got delivered. Just a rectangle slice of pizza. Dude, it was right? well. There was the ours was one that was shaped like uh, New Hampshire or Connecticut. That's that was the normal like just cheese pizza. But then you had the octagon. Those style. are two, those are two fake states. They don't exist. Then you had the Mexican pizza, which is the day I always looked forward to. the uh, The Mexican pizza day was the greatest of all days, and we'll, it only came around. I think. Every other week so on a there Friday. So there was a thing that we used to do in our house because we grew up six kids, not a lot of money, and it wasn't like every day we're eating school lunch because it cost money to buy school lunch. And so the way that it worked is everyone would go through and you got to choose one day of the week that you got to buy the school lunch. Otherwise, mom's packing you lunch, but those had star crunches in there. Those hit. Um, but yeah, it would always be the pizza day for me because- Without question, that's the best. Pizza school as lunch. a kid, I mean, their yeah. pizza to a kid. It, I mean, I, I can't speak now about your kids, Dave. Like, do they have a is pizza their favorite food? My kids never talk about school lunch, and I think the reason why. I mean, and they're the oldest one is you know just going into second grade yeah. this upcoming year. But they did a thing at uh, her elementary school where they had like the frozen ice truck show up. Once oh a oh week. yeah, those were the that, best. That thing goes the Hawaiian shaved ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, like, go, they go nuts. How, I remember how that is, vividly from elementary and middle school. It's one of my favorite trips. Yeah, like, Dude, they, how they is make any, a mint. How, of course we they need do. To, we need to invest in Hawaiian shave ice trucks. How do we hustle our way into getting like get the, food truck. The, the contract where you get to go to the elementary school? Be cool. Is that how it works? Make some donations. Be cool. <laughs> like that frozen ice. Um, my favorite but, day was the chicken nugget mashed potatoes with ooh. gravy day because I would dunk those chicken nuggets straight into the pot of gravy I would create. Why? And they would also, gravy. Yes, no gravy lake. fast food restaurant offered gravy 
as a dipping sauce for your nuggets. It sh- I mean, they have it at right? KFC, Dave. No, I'm not talking. That's not the same. It is the same. Does KFC have nuggets? KFC yeah. does have nuggets, sir. Do they? Oh. And they have gravy. Huh. Yeah, they've got. It Can used to be better. It, 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 it used to be better when it, it wasn't in the plastic one, when it was in the styrofoam that Their was just ruining the environment. Their mashed potatoes, too, are not. Like, I, honestly, they need to be, all all containers for fast food need to go back to the environmentally unfriendly way of yeah, <laughs> transporting sorry, everything. Yeah. I want the styrofoam cut back. If this, if, this, back. if this world's already <laughs> burning to the ground, I might as well be able to enjoy it. Oh, I want mashed potatoes to be hot. That's right. And my hot. drinks to be cold. Mm-hmm. And, like, actually potatoes. Sorry, Earth. So I have a friend who used to play in the community softball league a couple of years back, and he asked me to join the team. I had to turn him down, though, because the games were on Sunday at 7 a.m. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not giving up my Sundays for that crap. Message deleted. I'll say this. Sundays at 7 a.m., what are you talking about? The, I mean, that's like our media league one was pretty early for the uh, the radio station. That's why I didn't even know that we had a media league well, one for the radio station. I never station. got invited to it. I knew about it, but nobody ever invited me to play on it. Which there. is funny because those pictures were one of the first things whenever I was touring before I actually got hired. Um, there are, our manager at the time was showing me all of those photos and was very proud of it. So I would have thought that that was a, a culture. Like I thought that they that, never that was invited, just a thing. They never invited anybody from our station. They only invited like... They're, they're, Look Were they yourself. stereotyping you guys? Yes, they, 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 they uh, are inviting us. No, Dave. What, Twenty years a, ago, calling a pinch runner. Twenty years ago, I was man. I was I was on it, and uh-huh. I'll have you know, I did play on a on a station kickball league for a while. <laughs> okay, for at least one season. Mm-hmm. Did pretty well. Did you? I did. You Luke. still got your stat sheet handy? Uh, no, I I got those cleats. I bought some like I bought a whole ass outfit. I you bought. bought- of all, course under, you did. All, all Under Armour, oh, uh, like shorts, jersey, cleats, socks, headbands, like, wristbands, yeah. elbow pads, uh-huh. knee pads. Oh, yeah. Got to have the elbow pads for kickball. What well, you slide? And the cup. You ain't sliding. Look at this guy. You think you, you, you've never slid passport? in your life. I slid, slid all the time, man. You cha cha slides. Slid into my wife's DMs. Yeah, what up? <laughs> so I had oysters for the first time a couple weeks ago. And let me just say this oysters suck. Message deleted. Shut your you mouth. Bite your tongue, Lynch. Clams. Well, okay, but clams suck. Clams suck. Clams Mussels are work. like a second tier to yeah. an oyster, and it does definitely matter. East Coast versus West Coast oysters. I definitely I do not like the brinier ones. I like the butterier ones, mm-hmm. and it, it just I'm drooling thinking feeling. about them. Just the big old loogie. Yeah, let, 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 let me ask you guys <laughs> this because oysters are disgusting in their like actual texture if they're not a delicious oyster. I like oysters. I don't really know why I like. oysters. Oysters, They're perfect. But I think that it has something to do with the propaganda that surrounds it. The whole, like, oysters are an aphrodisiac. Like, this, these are great for a date night. Like, what other food is like, this is going to make you horny. You should eat it. None. Oysters somehow cornered that market. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like watching somebody eating a corn dog is pretty hot. Oh. Or like yeah. a like you know I mean there is definitely other food it's just no, but like, like a hot dog they don't they don't make you horny when you eat it like otherwise I'd be just it's chowing like, down on corn it's dogs. the uh, <laughs> properties inside that bring uh, bring out your wild side that's right. I you know like what? That's it's just a big oyster. No, because oyster propaganda. Because of course it is. It's all lies. <laughs> no, it's because you're going to an expensive dinner. Yeah, that's, if you're that's going to a place that's not expensive and they got oysters, don't get it. Nope. I like. There's some it's places gambling. that are like, hey, we got oysters on sale. I'm like. Why are they on sale? So I was at a strip club one time, Ugh. and they had oh. oysters, and I got them. You were they good? And then I had hepatitis. Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. 
Are you guys interested in going to visit Australia? I mean, we know everything in Australia is trying to kill you, but do you feel like that's just in the sticks? Like, I mean, because we hear these stories, and Australia is a long way away from here. Yeah, if people were keeping up on the United States, but they just focused on all the shenanigans that happened in Florida, like, they would think that America is just wild. And I, I mean, America know. is wild, Dave. Let's be honest. No, I mean, Australia, I mean, I imagine is also wild, but, like, if you go as a tourist on vacation there and you go to, I don't know, Melbourne or Sydney or something uh-huh. like that. Like this crazy stuff that we hear about in Australia is not happening to you at the Four Seasons. See, I feel right? like you're going to run into a bunch of cool-ass Australian bros who are just going to want to drink, and that's dangerous, too, because my liver can't handle that kind of drinking anymore. See, I feel like, because it's true, that Australia is just the south of, like, English people and yeah, like the Irish UK. people. It's just yeah. South UK. It is. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. South. So if I want to like go and party, I feel like I would just go to like, I don't know, Ireland because it's got like, I don't know, a different climate and I might not die. So that would be my answer, Dave. I feel like I would just go to like anywhere in the UK. See, I'm, I'm going the other direction. I'm going to the Arkansas of England. <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> the Oklahoma. That's right. Like, let's go. This is the Alabama of the UK. Yeah, two and you, two. Well, just because you guys know desert. there's hillbillies everywhere. That's <laughs> the thing. That's what, you know, like our redneck report and all. Like, there, it does, like I, I feel like America, we in America, we are, we are very judgmental upon our own because we're here. This is what we see. This is what we know. But every country, even like countries that are very like very very strict and very very you know like buttoned up like like you take like uh, uh, South Korea or Japan they got hillbillies there too man we we've said that for many years on this show you go ten miles outside of any metropolitan area and you are in the sticks yep you know it's, it, it is it gets real weird real quick and mm-hmm. sure there's certain states no offense Audrey but like Kentucky right because I actually spent some time in the hills of Kentucky we went down there on like a youth trip when I was. I think a junior or something like that, maybe a sophomore in high school, and I was like, "Been down to the holler." Whoa! Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. not all Kentucky is equal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same with Missouri. It, East, East, Eastern Kentucky is pretty, pretty, pretty hard. You get same outside with, the, same with Minnesota. Yeah, you like, get outside the towns. You don't think about the hillbillies of Minnesota very often. But growing up in Minnesota, oh, yeah. and now I look back on my youth, and I was like, I was a little hillbilly, man. Like we're we're riding <laughs> around in, too. in rusted out cars doing all sorts of weird no stuff. No seatbelts to be found. No, no seatbelts. I was riding because I grew up in Alabama. I was I grew up riding my bike to the Shell station, picking up a can of whatever, like probably energy drink that I could find Jolt. at eight, <laughs> and then going to the cotton fields and playing in the cotton fields. Yeah, I mean, like we'd be cruising down the road in these rusted out cars, throwing whole bags of McDonald's out the window, man. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> littering was normal? Just a total little trash. <laughs> bucket baby that was me (laughs) i grew up in the times of litter (laughs) (laughs) when littering was cool so this this is another story from australia where a guy i can't even imagine this sitting on his toilet taking a slam Uh and he notices that there is a 10 foot snake on top of his shower hey actually a picture of it here don't get mad because it's black and white no that is a (laughs) that is horrifying like what what is this snake doing just hanging up out there like while you're trying to take a deuce uh, so the, the snake was apparently upset about being removed from the light, uh-huh. but the the snake catcher that showed up uh, avoided being bitten by the agitated snake because he was an angry snake. 
uh, and managed to get a pillowcase around it for safe transport. Man, if back you're a snake wild. and you get got by a pillowcase, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're a snake catcher and you show up with a pillowcase, like that's all you got, man. <laughs> you yeah, got I mean, it's Australia, man. They, they make do. <laughs> that's some bootleg snake catching. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>